Hey y'all, good evening. Obviously I'm recording this one before the actual day, so it's something I just feel like I have to share out of experience. I trust you're happy, healthy, thriving. I trust that you're in a good place. Sorry, my voice is still in and out. So forgive me. We are healed in Jesus' name. Hey, by the way, if you are not ill, if you're feeling 100%, if you can taste, smell, hear, see, if all your senses are intact, thank God. Just thank God because you don't know what you have. Honestly, to be able to, and this isn't even what this podcast is about, but let me share. To be able to be in a congregation and people are singing and you want to sing, but there's no voice. Oh, I can't tell you how how much that sucks. Even trying to speak now is a struggle. To be able to wake up in the morning and actually get out of bed without effort. Do you know how blessed you are? For the last two weeks, I have been so ill that my mom is literally doing everything for me. If you've ever been raised in an African home, you will understand why this is such a big deal. (laughs) My mom is washing dishes, y'all. I mean, oh my goodness. Illness is, I get why, why, (coughs) excuse me, I get why it's called this, why illness is called disease. It's a constant state of unwellness. Do you know what you have? To be able to just be walking around whole, no headaches, no nausea, no dizziness, no fever. You're just well. Do you know how blessed you are? To be able to say, okay, I'm well enough to go and cook. And you can't taste what you're cooking. You can't smell what you're cooking. For somebody that lives and loves perfume and beautiful aromas and scents, I haven't been able to smell anything it's horrible. It's a horrid, horrid state. So for those of you who have health, thank the Lord, because you are blessed beyond what you can even imagine. My goodness. <sighs> Rant over. I thank God I am being healed. I thank God for restoration. I thank God for even better than where I was before I got ill. I thank God for full health, wholeness, the crown of my head to my feet. Yes, I thank God and I claim it by faith in Jesus' name. And it's not a name and claim it, it's a prayer. So, mm, yeah. Oh, okay. So, obviously, when you have nothing to do, your idle mind becomes a workshop. And I sent a friend of mine a voice note just complaining about quite a few people because I couldn't believe how I was being treated but you see (laughs) the thing about letting your mind wander and not literally capturing every thought is 
thoughts that are, are how do I put this? Thoughts that are untrue are also captured in your mind. Thoughts that are based on how you feel. Thoughts that are not godly are also in your mind. So you, well, I say you, I mean me, I have been ill and all my thoughts have come from a place of, okay, not all of them, most of my thoughts have come from a place of self-pity because I've been so ill, I haven't been able to do what I want, haven't been able to go where I want, I've had to cancel on quite a few very important people in my life and even that too has had its impact and so I'm not crying, it just sounds like I am because I'm really struggling to speak. So, thoughts that I wouldn't normally allow have now invaded my head and this is the thing about perceptions and how we view the world. Be very careful what your filter is. Be very careful how your thoughts are composed Literally, when the Bible says that we should keep our minds and thoughts and good things, there's a reason for that because if we're not very careful to make sure that our thought processes are on good and godly things, we will begin to think and behave very weirdly. So I have a few friends, lovely women, who otherwise I would bless. Oh, but... A few things have happened and I would normally process it differently if I was normal or in my normal state. But because I've been ill and during the healing retreat, a few things came back to me and I've just been in a place of hurt. Like I've allowed all the hurt just fill my mind and everything I've thought about has come from that place of woe is me, that's so dangerous. And so everything these women did, I processed from a place of woe is me instead of actual truth. And obviously I've come away thinking, oh, they have hurt me too. And this is why they did this and this is why they did that. But if I'd done what I normally do, which is, you know, make excuses for people, <laughs> I wouldn't think how I was thinking. And so, obviously, feeling better today, I was contacted by one of these women, and it turns out that I was the one in the wrong. <sighs> and finding that out was very difficult for me because I spent all this time asking God to help me forgive her because of how I thought that she had behaved. Meanwhile, I was in the wrong because of the way I had processed and thought. We have to be very careful how we think and the thoughts that go through our minds aren't always us. Okay, it's us, but it's not always us, if you know what I mean. Like the way we process information, the way we regard people, the way we think about people who 
have hurt us in the past. Like, I don't believe that people go around looking for ways to hurt people. I don't think that that's how life works. I think that if something has happened to you in the past, you either take that lens and view the whole world with it. And so you will always think that everybody's out to get you when that's not really the truth. You know, if two or three people have been out to get you, it doesn't mean that everyone else is out to get you. Some people are just trying to survive and trying to live their own lives. And in doing that, they may sometimes cause offence. But instead of making excuses for people, we kind of jump to conclusions and accuse people in our minds because we almost expect them to behave a certain way. And that's not what life is. So what's my point? I'm currently reading The Father Heart of God as well. And I think in this season, my focus has been on healing, healing our emotions, healing our memories, healing, just healing, healing our heart. Because in this life, your heart will be battered. Your heart will be bruised. You will be hurt. You will be wounded. But in all of that pain and all of that anguish, we need to keep praying that God heals us and we need to actually confront our feelings. We need to say no to suppression and express our feelings as we feel them. Even if it's walking away from a meeting, obviously taking permission, walking away, just going to God and giving him that pain or giving him that hurt. We need to start addressing the way we feel, you know, feeling all of our all of our emotions and actually addressing it and so if somebody hurts you obviously you don't go and start shouting at them but you address it if you're feeling like you want to cry take time out go to the bathroom cry if you're feeling anger don't suppress it feel your feelings but in all the expressing and the feeling don't sin so if you have to forgive people, forgive people. If you have to speak to people, speak to people. I'll give you an example. You're speaking to your your boss at work, and your boss at work speaks to you as if you have no brain cells, and you feel stupid and you feel embarrassed. And what we normally do is we stifle that and pretend that everything's okay, and it will come out. It will come out in another way. And I read somewhere that this lady had migraines and she said that the reason she was having all these migraines was because she was allergic to, was it gluten? And she couldn't have eggs and cheese and there was a whole list of all the stuff that she couldn't have. And she said that she was reading the Bible where Jesus told the apostles to go out to all the cities and all the towns and eat whatever's given to them. So Jesus told them to not take any money, not take anything from anybody, but when they gave gave them food, they should eat it. I imagine now, whew, excuse me, if the same were true, people would be complaining of allergies to all sorts, you know, and they couldn't eat whatever was placed in front of them. And so she had to go back to God and say, if your advice to your apostles, Jesus, was eat anything and everything, surely we shouldn't have any allergies or any 
intolerances. We should be able to eat everything. And then she went and she prayed. And she was honest and she poured out her heart. And she discovered that a lot of her intolerance was as was as a result of internal conflict. It actually had nothing to do with what she was eating. It had to do with her state of mind. Her 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 the conflict within her was what was causing all these reactions. It was what was causing the headaches. <coughs> and so she began to address these issues. And believe it or not, obviously she prayed with somebody else and they agreed and she no longer has her migraines. She can eat what she wants. And I know that many people will hear this and start rolling their eyes and everything, but think about it. God did not create all these foods so that we won't be able to enjoy it. What kind of God would do that? Now, before any of you go away and go and eat things that you're allergic to, please understand me. I too have allergies. I have allergies. I will tell you, because somebody's trying to kill me, you know? No, I joke, I joke, I joke. But I too have allergies. My point is, it's not always what we think it is. Sometimes it's things that we've pushed down so deep that it's coming out now. It can no longer stay in and it's coming out in different ways. It's coming out through allergies. It's coming out through random outbursts. It's coming out through stress. It's coming out through um, migraines. It's coming out through all sorts of things. And it's because we haven't addressed our feelings. We are human beings. We are supposed to function in a certain way. Like if you turn on a tap and the tap wasn't running you would understand that there was something wrong with the tap in the same way when we feel embarrassed and when we feel hurt and when we feel ashamed and when we feel pain we are supposed to express it we're supposed to express ourselves we're supposed to let out those feelings we're supposed to do something productive with those feelings and not just stifle it when we stifle the way we feel we cause damage and when we cause damage the outlet is always damaged so if you're working from a broken uh from a place of a broken heart trust me and believe me when i say the lenses in which you view the world and the environment around you will be corrupt i was working from a place of hurt i was working from a place of illness i was working from a place of self-defeat so no matter what anybody did I would always see it incorrectly. And I had to repent because I sat down accusing everybody and their brother of all sorts. I actually sent my friend a 25-minute voice note just really expressing, and I think that's how it started, expressing the way I felt and the way I, I, I believed that these people had treated me. And because I was able to express those things, I was, able, I was unable to go back to God and say, this is how I'm feeling about A, B, and C. This is this is where I am with this. This is what I think is happening. And I need your help to forgive all the... All the I, I need your help to forgive all these people. And by this time, well, f- 
for the rest, I was right. But for this one, I was wrong. And I'm guessing that God in his mercy God in his mercy had had mercy on me because he then showed me how I was misinterpreting that particular situation. Does that make sense? So my mom just came with my bag and not see anything. So she so my podcast would be ruined. Anyway, she anyway. Thank God for mother's day. But does that make sense? until I was ready to recognise my fault and recognise how I was feeling and honestly speak out and release all the pent-up anger, pent-up unforgiveness, pent-up rejection, until I was able to face and address my feelings. I wasn't then able to ask for forgiveness for where I'd gone wrong. I think it's something that we don't do a lot as human beings. We are told to man up. We're told to um, be strong. But being strong doesn't mean that we're not able to express ourselves. Being strong should not mean that we stifle everything and keep everything inside. In doing that, we're not helping ourselves and we're not helping the people around us. We should be encouraged to express ourselves and express our emotions and be honest with God and ask for healing and ask for strength to forgive so that however we react is reacting or responding from the right place. So when we are whole and when we are healed and when we are void of pent-up negative energy and we're able to then express and view the world correctly or at least from a godly space. In that way, we don't believe stupid lies. We're able to confront our situations and our circumstances with the truth. One of the things I love about God is he's always consistent. He isn't moved by anything. He's always God. You know, He'll always be God. He's always consistent day or night he's got he doesn't change you know always constant always consistent always good man always good so what is it that you're feeling today can I encourage you to give it to God can I encourage you to express it Cry if you have to cry. Weep if you have to weep. 
but just let it out and give it to God and just start from there. So that when you've given it to God, you're able to function from a place of clarity. In that way, our perceptions are correct. Saying that, Heavenly Father, our Lord and our King, we thank you so much because you are good, you are consistent, you are faithful, you are constant. Despite our unfaithfulness, our shadiness, our inconsistence, Lord, you remain a solid rock on which we stand. You are not moved by our emotions. When we lean on you, Lord, no matter how heavy our burdens are, Lord, you don't move. You are steady and constant. You are the rock, rock of ages. That's who you are, Father. We thank you that we are able to come to you with all our burdens and you are not moved by them, Lord. You're able to handle every burden you're able to handle every tear every sorrow lord so i ask today that as our positivity my space listeners are tuned in lord that you take on every burden lord as they pour out to you lord pray that you pour back into them comfort and peace i pray that you heal broken hearts i pray that you dry tears i pray that you just pour your peace and your comfort into their hearts oh lord as they pour out to you, Lord, pour back into them your goodness, pour back into them your your laughter, Lord, your joy that passes all understanding. I pray that even as they <coughs> open up to you and share their heart, that, Lord, you give them eyes, true eyes, eyes that they may see the truth, your truth at all times. In Jesus' name. Thank you that you are one who mends broken hearts. Thank you that you are one who is able to cover and protect and keep. Lord, cover, protect and keep every single person listening, Lord. Give them joy for their sadness. Turn their mourning into dancing, Lord. In every area of their lives, Lord. Those areas that they believe are hard to fix, Lord, intervene on their behalf. In Jesus' name, for your glory. Thank you for everybody listening, Lord. Thank you that they are whole. Thank you that their hearts have been made whole. Thank you that they have been healed. Thank you that they are free to worship and to live and to spread your light. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Love and blessings, people. Love and blessings.